One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r/slash malicious compliance video. If you want to take two seconds to help out in a big way, make sure you hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Unsupported Platform. If you worked and time is not logged, you didn't work. I was in my first full-time job for five years. I liked it. I worked overtime weekly, and I had no problem with it. I like it. It's fun. The company was producing bank back-end systems, and my job was to test its quality and deploy to customer site. Today, it's normally a job for two-plus people. We deliver to several banks. The job made any of us deliver to any bank if needed. I worked on three banks, one local and two in different countries in different time zones, plus five and minus three hours. If you were lucky, you delivered to three banks a day, and delivered to the bank meant to wait until the end of business hours of the bank. Set the bank unavailable with proper customer notice, wait for all the customers to log out, set maintenance and deliver the update, install, test and set everything as production, labels and so on. If you worked on patches, it means you would deliver at 3pm, 8pm, and 11pm in my case. In our team, we made a plan of doing it in work time, and sometimes from home office, if the time of leaving the building may be too late for us. We made a policy that if we work too late, we're entitled to enter the office later the next day. A policy like, between your yesterday shift and today's shift must be at least 12 hours. And as expected, our company has its own business hours from 9am to 3pm, and every day you have to work for 8 hours, plus in your free time you can leave for lunch. That may not be longer than 30 minutes and not earlier than after 4 hours of previous log time in the office system. They collect data from the on-wall device reading your badge. And if someone opened the doors for you, your badge wasn't logged. By the way, our company doesn't pay overtime. Our department was working on developing a new bank with a very famous guy this time, and in the end, he bought all the colleagues dedicated to the project for his own and made an earthquake in our team, department, and whole company. We lost our main architect and all the most experienced guys in the whole company by this. And from that day, I was the most experienced guy for all the banks in the blink of an eye. Our new department manager decided to send an email saying, Hello, in the terrible circumstances, please if you have any idea how to help us stabilize the product, let me know. I was young and dumb. I replied that I only know everything on how to deploy for high budget customers and I want to share the knowledge and if needed I can mentor others. Well I think I wrote that as the most experienced now I'm a good fit to grow into a manager position too. I never got an email back and nobody was talking to me. Next month we got a new manager placed without any word. The new manager was a Karen-like woman in her early 30s and actively started to make one-on-one meetings with everybody in our reduced team. I was the last one in row. At the meeting, Karen said, Hi OP, how are you? I said, Hi Karen, I'm fine, and you? She said, Well, I'm fine, but I think you won't be. I said, Why? She said, I looked at your presence and you don't work 8 hours a day. Only in the last week you worked one day only for 4 hours. Today, you arrived at 12 p.m. May I continue? I say, well, you can continue if you want, but what is it all about? Just, are you aware I work from home to deliver the customer's site sometimes? And same as I only worked four hours one day, 
I worked 16 the previous one because it was needed. She says no proof, no logs from your badge. If you worked and time is not logged, you didn't work. Long story short, you are incompetent, you do not deliver good work, and we will penalty you over your less work hours. And by the way, no, you're not allowed to work from home anymore. I said, well, okay, the main problem is... She says, you have to arrive at the workplace before 9am and you have to stay for 8 hours. I say, well, I mostly do. At Monday, I arrived at 7am and left at 3pm, which is exactly 8 hours, isn't it? She said, well, that's not correct. You have to have a lunch break according to the Republic law and you must have it for the maximum of 30 minutes. So you are allowed to leave at 3.30pm. I said, okay, I had no lunch, but yes, I'll do it next time. She said, sure, sure you will. So, do you have any questions? I said, no. Do you? She said, no. I just have one more notice for you. You may consider your leave because with all the timesheet reports, we can press charges and downgrade your salary and fire you. I said, oh, really? She said, sure we can. And I'll happily sign your resignation. Or may I write it for you? I said, no, it's fine. I'll try my best to comply with the law. She said, okay, you're on probation period again. Malicious compliance comes here. Next day, I arrived at 6.30, take a 30-minute break, and left at 3 p.m. I exactly stay by the on-wall device to touch my badge to it to be logged properly. I did it for a week, and then the product manager approached me. We sometimes had a hard time, but I comply. In person, he was very good. Just, he tried to squeeze the timesheets as much as possible to get the work done. Banks are very strong in their decision that something is mandatory to make ASAP, or they won't pay any more money to the contract. Product manager said, Hey OP, today is the patch for the bank at 11pm. Everything's prepared. Today we'll deliver a small fix for a small issue, so just test it and deploy by the customer, can you? I said, well, I can test it, but since I arrived at 6.30am, I'll be leaving at 3pm, and I'm not allowed to work from home according to my new manager Karen, there's no more I can do for you. The product manager says, well this is BS, you have to deliver, nobody else who can do it is here. What can I do? What will I tell the customer? I say, I don't know, I'm not allowed to do it, I'm in probation period. Product manager looked at me shocked and left. An hour later, they approached me again, asking me if I changed my mind. I told them again there's nothing I can do since I'm going to comply to the Karen's new rules. Another hour later, about 2pm, I was approached by product manager and Karen. Product manager said, OP, can you reply what you said to me? Well, I said I'm not allowed to stay longer in the office and I'm not allowed to work from home according to my probation period set by Karen. And if I work and time is not logged, I didn't work. Karen says that's not true. You have to stay here between 9am to 3pm and do your job at least 8 hours a day so you have 2 more hours to spend. And if product manager needs you, you have to comply and deliver the patch. I said, okay, what time's the patch at? Product manager says 11pm. I say, since I'm not allowed to work from home and I arrived at 6.30am, I don't see any time window to fit for me to make it done today. Karen says, well, it may look like that, but you have to comply and deliver. I say, but it'll contradict my probation. She says, how? You're in probation because you work less than you have to work. I say, well, I told you I work on delivering patches from home, and it takes two hours of work, and it's in a time frame out of our business hours, so I don't see any fit to make it done. 
since I can only work from office and I really don't see it as a fit to sit here from 11pm to 1am the next day to deliver to the customer and be here next day at 9am because I need some rest and I will again cross the line of employment policies in our country. Karen says, I can make an exception. I say, well, you're not allowed to make exceptions to the law, and I know you're not allowed to force me to work overtime since the company doesn't pay overtime. And the overtime is like 25% up, and night shift is another 25% up. If I count it, can you write me the resignation letter as you offered me? The product manager said, what? Karen said, well, yes, I can write it, but we have important things to do now. I say, well, consider me saying no to your generous offer of exceptions, since I have a life to live out of this office and it's now 2.58pm and I have to go shut my computer down and leave. To make it just on time, dedicated by the law, and to stay out of your penalties. The next day I went to HR with some papers to sign, around 7am. HR said, why are you leaving? Are you one of the new bank jerks? I said, no, I'm not. I'm just one not working jerk, as Karen said. She made me consider quitting since I'm a big disappointment for your company because if I work and time's not logged, I didn't work. HR says, what? Karen? The new one who's been here for like a month? I say, yep, that one. They say, okay, so as I see in your record, you have a bunch of vacation. And with the three months quit period, it makes you go to work here for the next... I say, I know, it's only today. HR says, go to IT guys, put back the computer you have. I say, sure, right on my way. I go to my space and make a quick deleting process to make the hard drive empty for the new colleague and call IT guys to take my computer. They arrive in five minutes around 9am. IT says, hey OP, missed the computer? I say, yes. Product manager says, are you available today? Me pointing to the resignation and note from HR that I can only stay one more hour in the office. I'm just leaving as Karen asked me. The product manager says, who will deliver? I say, not me. The product manager says, OP, can you share the access informations with Kevin? Kevin's the new guy, not very clever. I say, well, I'm not allowed to share anything like that. Since it was mine, how would it look if it was used after my resignation? IT says, do you have anything on the computer for saving? I say, no, I purged it just before you arrived. Product manager says, okay, sure. I'll ask Karen about the delivery. No problem. Be fine, OP. I say, I am fine. Have a nice life. Just when I went around Kevin, he looked at me with a smile and said, you're fired, you jerk. Next time, consider not trying to grow to a manager position if you're just a loser. When I left around 9.30, Karen wasn't in the office yet. I just smiled back and left colleague who was leaving a week later from the same position sent me the same day text message kevin is delivering the bank nobody knows how to my knowledge karen was loudly arguing running around the office trying to make the best of things done but after eight hours without lunch she left the office too at 6 p.m which seems to me a little out of policy because she arrived at 10 a.m but who cares side note as i had friends in work i have some info about after my leaving Since it happened years ago, I can say they survived. Product manager resigned as quick as I did and left. The company had troubles too. He became a nice manager in a different company. Karen was manager for three more months and then she moved to a different city to her boyfriend who earned much more than she did. She became a professional mother. Kevin was taking my position and made the company pay some high thousands of dollars in penalties because his experience wasn't strong enough. He once dropped a whole bank database of customers and transactions. 
There is backup anytime, but the recovery made it unavailable from hours to days. A lot of people without money on their cards. Different people, different approach, and the boss sending an email to us at the beginning of the story became the owner. I don't want to say they were bad people, but their imaginations and experiences compared to mine at the time about how things have to work was radically different. From that time, I worked for three more companies, and I left them quickly too. Like two years for a company, since I realized the same manager's micromanagement practices, and because I'm bad at going on vacation, I mostly drop resignation as quick as my badge. Companies here don't like to pay any extra money. Can add some other stories if you like from those. In one position, I was shouting loudly at my manager just because he said he'll cancel my vacation. I can have a bad temper too. Now I work for some nicer company starting my third year. We have some problems, but people are great here. Fingers crossed, and have a nice life, you all. Even if you couldn't get a job that was arguably any better than the job you were currently working, if you knew you had what it takes to be a manager and nobody else would possibly be able to fill that role better than you, would you be willing to bet on yourself to the point of leaving the company for some equal or slightly worse job elsewhere just to stick it to them and make your point that you deserve that role? Let me know if that's something you would do down in the comments below. And our final story of the day is by Icy Silver Dragon. You want less shrink? Okay then. I worked at a truck stop long ago that hated food waste. Jen, a co-worker on night shift with me, and I would make sure food cooked that day were sold by 3am by selling things at steep discounts starting at 1am. A hot dog that was $2 during the day? 50 cents after 1am. Taquitos that were normally $1.50? 25 cents each after 1am. We made sure management knew about this and had a written confirmation it was okay. We were both early 20s but not stupid, which is why we got the written permission. Well, the owner decides to sell. Sweet couple, in their 70s by then, and awesome bosses. They sold to a corporation that did not like policies discounting food, even if it was three or more hours old. Standard policy is after three hours to discount or toss. We always discounted. So we were told we could no longer sell those old foods at a discount. In the area, it was a truck stop. It was a small town of about 500 people max and some of them worked in 10 to 12 hour shifts. So they'd be starving when they came in with a dollar or two in their pockets at 2 a.m. and really appreciated the discounted foods. They were not happy with the changes the new owners made. Time for malicious compliance. Jen and I no longer discounted those items and instead let them go three hours, then tossed them, marking them off as shrink. The company started having to throw away 25 to 40 pounds of food a week where before it was maybe 10 pounds a week, they were livid, came out to about 12,000 every quarter in loss, and they blamed us for it. We both got fired, but we still had friends there, so I got an update about three months later. New person put us back the way it was before Corp took over and has since made a nice profit margin from food sales. Does anybody else feel like this is one of those situations where the old employees got grandfathered into it, and they didn't actually want to keep those same employees, so they manufactured some kind of reason to fire them. And then once they finally got rid of them, they probably hired some kid for way less minimum wage money to do everything they were doing and probably more. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of both of these stories, which one was your personal favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. 
Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.